Thank you for tuning in to the Fly Mastery Podcast, where our goal is to provide tools, resources, and insights that empowers driven individuals to become the masters of their financial independence journey. I'm Peter Donisanu, and today we're going to talk about six ways to guard your money against global conflict and inflation concerns. Words seem to fail when attempting to describe the horrors of war currently faced by the people of Ukraine. Since last Thursday, millions of innocent Ukrainians have been displaced and hundreds killed following Russia's invasion of an Eastern European democracy. Indeed, world leaders have since responded by providing Ukraine with financial and military support while imposing heavy economic and financial sanctions on Russian President Vladimir Putin and his cronies. Today, much of the world looks on with bated breath, hoping for a quick and triumphant victory for the Ukrainian people. How and when this war ends remains largely unknown. It could end tomorrow or persist for weeks to come. Indeed, we're hopeful that delegates from Russia and Ukraine can find a way to end this war diplomatically. Even so, as we pointed out in last week's note, a seismic shift in the geopolitical status quo could lead to economic spillover effects that likely will impact U.S. households for months or even years to come. So this leaves many of us asking, what do these developments mean for my finances, and is there anything I should do right now to protect my wealth? Well, today we'll discuss six points you may want to consider when it comes to guarding your money during periods of inflation and uncertainty. So with that, let's jump into today's podcast. Russian President Vladimir Putin made good on his promise to invade Ukraine last Thursday. As a result, the S&P 500 index sold off sharply before a bounce back into the close. Front month crude oil futures also climbed above $100 per barrel intraday for the first time since 2014 before giving back gains. Market tensions indeed settled after President Biden's press conference concluded on Thursday, but on a year-to-date basis, U.S. equities on the whole were in bear market territory. Now, there's little doubt that market participants have had a lot to contend with over the past few weeks. More recently, it was the uncertainty surrounding central bank policy and whether the FOMC would aggressively raise rates in March to help stem the tide of higher inflation. Now, investors not only have to make sense of what a Russian invasion in Eastern Europe might mean for corporate earnings, but whether military conflict escalates to the point of sparking a world war, as some U.S. politicians have suggested. Make no mistake, there are many reasons to be concerned about Russia's assault on Ukraine. For starters, this move has arguably rewritten Russia's relationship with the West after 30 years of peace following the collapse of the Soviet Union. Certainly, some might suggest that this relationship changed when Russia invaded and took control of Crimea in 2014. Even so, as President Biden pointed out in Thursday's press conference, Putin's ambitions to restore the Soviet Union could lead to further military escalations beyond Ukraine's borders. Indeed, a Russian confrontation with NATO-allied countries in Eastern Europe could escalate tensions along other territorial fault lines, leading to broader global conflict. That's why it's essential to understand that the events unfolding in Ukraine are just one of many other territorial disputes across the world today. And the most significant source of these disputes is China. Indeed, after dismantling democracy and securing its hold of Hong Kong, China is arguably looking for an opportunity to finally take back control of Taiwan, potentially by force. 
India has also seen its fair share of confrontations with China as military tensions have centered on the Kashmir border for years. In Southeast Asia, North Korea, whose economy is mainly dependent on China, continues to agitate its neighbors with threats of military strike, even as its population starves. And more broadly, China has a score to settle with several countries regarding its nine-line claims to the South China Sea. Add in political instability and various proxy wars in the Middle East and Central Asia, and you could have the recipe for a broad-based global conflict. So is this the start of World War III? Well, we hope that cooler heads prevail in the coming days and weeks, notably following the imposition of significant financial and economic sanctions placed by G7 leadership on the Russian economy. Either way, China likely will remain directionally key to broader global tensions. Certainly, Beijing appears to be walking a fine line between appeasing the Kremlin while maintaining decorum with the West, potentially forestalling a broader global conflict. Even so, in the coming weeks, these sanctions likely could have a notable impact on the global markets and the economy, even without a hot war. So how is this possible? Well, long story short, global energy prices are likely to rise as sanctions hit a vital producer of the world's fossil fuels, Russia. Additionally, restrictions on U.S. technology exports to Russia could inadvertently spark a policy tit-for-tat with China and complicate an already strained global supply chain. Indeed, much of inflation's rise over the past year has been attributed to global supply chain issues resulting from COVID-related economic lockdowns. Amidst this geopolitical uncertainty, one silver lining seems to have surfaced, and that's the fact that it could be more problematic for central bank policymakers to raise rates aggressively without potentially pushing the economy into a recession with the threat of war looming. Indeed, this realization among some market participants arguably led to a significant risk asset rally into the market close on Thursday and Friday. So how will all of this end? Well, we don't have a crystal ball and can't say with certainty how today's events will unfold in the weeks and the months ahead. Nevertheless, what we do know is that similar geopolitical events have come and gone over the past century, yet global democracy has only become stronger as a result while risk asset prices continue to gain decade over decade. Now, it goes without saying that Russia's decision to invade Ukraine could have significant global economic and market implications. So what should you do to guard your money against global conflict and inflation concerns? Well, the first thing that you'll likely want to do amidst the potential for higher prices of goods and services is expedite big ticket purchases. Now, the reason being is that inflation likely will remain elevated for months to come as a result of Russia's war with Ukraine. That's why if your emergency fund is already topped up and you have adequate means to buy a new car, house, or anticipate any other big-ticket cash expenditures this year, you may want to consider purchasing those items now before they become more expensive later. Now, while a military confrontation currently is limited to Russia and Ukraine, globally imposed sanctions could directly and indirectly affect imported goods and compound supply chain issues that have recently contributed to inflation's rise to multi-decade highs. That's why front-loading spending within your means today may help you avoid potentially higher prices tomorrow. The second thing you may want to do is revisit your lifestyle spending and savings plan. While inflation's rise likely will mean higher costs for bigger ticket spending, you can also expect to pay more on everyday living expenditures not only over the coming months, but also potentially for years ahead. Not accounting for these rising costs could leave your retirement nest egg falling short. To be sure, uncertainty surrounding the implications of sanctions and global supply and efficiency could broadly affect the cost of keeping the lights on at home, filling up your gas tank, 
eating out, or even buying everyday staples. Now, in isolation, these higher expenditures may seem manageable in the near term. However, not accounting for how these expenses could remain at elevated levels over the long term could potentially derail your overall financial independence journey when not considered within the context of your broader lifestyle spending goals. That's why now's a good time to reset future cost of living expectations in the face of higher inflation, recalculate your traditional or early retirement total savings need, and make necessary adjustments today to your lifestyle spending or savings contributions to ensure that your everyday financial decisions keep you aligned with your path to financial independence. Now, number three, our recommendation is to top up your emergency savings fund. Today, the U.S. labor market remains favorable for workers and job seekers alike by many measures. Indeed, while jobs in specific sectors of the economy are plentiful and wages continue to rise, the fact is that U.S. economic growth is slowing and faces headwinds from ambiguous central bank policy, systemic financial instability, and global military conflict. While an economic recession is not baked into economists' GDP forecast of 3.5% growth this year, a policy misstep by the Federal Reserve, a shock to the global financial system, or a global military escalation could put downward pressure on U.S. economic activity. That's why if you don't have six to nine months worth of cash to cover living expenses, now may be the time to reconsider big-ticket spending decisions, along with how much you spend on non-essential goods and services, so that you can increase your monthly savings or reduce needed distributions from your retirement savings. Number four, prepare for smaller employer bonuses or limited equity award payouts. Even if you feel like your job is secure and your emergency savings are topped off, relying on an employer bonus or equity award payout to cover living expenses may lead to financial disappointment later this year. Generally speaking, firms' bonuses are tied to corporate earnings. As evidenced during the COVID-induced recession, when economic conditions soften and earnings decline, employers tend to cut back on incentive compensation in a given year. Present expectations of weaker economic conditions, combined with many of the risks that we've already talked about, likely could weigh on risk asset prices this year. That's why if you're the recipient of equity awards and dependent on ISUs or RSUs to cover a portion of your lifestyle spending needs, you may be in for disappointment should stock prices decline in the months ahead. Put simply, you may want to reevaluate how much of your household outlays are funded by once-per-year windfalls and consider adjusting your lifestyle spending today. Number five, avoid timing the markets. When it comes to your investments, how markets respond to Russia's war with Ukraine likely will depend on day-to-day -day developments. As such, we expect market volatility to ebb and flow with the news cycle. Indeed, there are times when you may be tempted to make changes in your investment portfolio when it appears that the news is about to get bad. Even so, during these times of uncertainty, astute investors stick to their disciplined investment process. Rather than trying to identify an inflection point in stock prices or trying to time the next move into or out of the markets, you'll likely be served by ensuring that your portfolio is aligned with your long-term goals over the coming years, rather than responding to the near-term uncertainties by trying to pick the right securities to buy or sell over the next coming days or weeks. Finally, number six, consider rebalancing your international risk exposure. The war in Ukraine, coupled with the potential for further confrontations with China, has some investors concerned about holding securities tied to these countries in their investment portfolios. While we continue to advocate for investing internationally, we also believe that now may be a good time to reevaluate your investment exposure to countries where rule of law or the potential for escalating military conflict may lead to downside investment risks. We're evaluating the current situation more opportunistically, 
especially as it relates to international versus domestic exposure. Indeed, while Russian securities make up only a small portion of emerging market stock and bond benchmarks, China's dominance in traditional emerging market indices likely may argue for tactical rebounds from traditional asset class benchmark guidelines. We'll provide further guidance and clarification to our clients in the coming weeks. But for now, only time will tell whether the current situation will escalate to a broader conflict or settle more amicably. Our hope is that substantial financial and economic sanctions, coupled with a solid political resolve from Western leaders, will convince Putin to end his military incursions in Ukraine. Until then, we anticipate market volatility to ebb and flow with the news cycle. For now, avoiding the noise, evaluating the six items we covered today, and committing to your long-term financial plan will not only give you peace of mind during times of uncertainty, it may also enable you to continue your journey towards financial independence mastery. Well, that's it for now. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Phi Mastery Podcast. To learn more about our research, visit us at phimastery.com or email us at questions at franklinmadisonadvisors.com. Until next time, I'm Peter Donisanu, wishing you and yours abundant health and prosperity as you pursue your own financial independence journey. Five Mastery Podcast is brought to you by Franklin Madison Advisors, Inc. Franklin Madison Advisors is a registered investment advisor firm with its registration and principal place of business in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. This commentary and forecast are limited to the dissemination of general information pertaining to Franklin Madison Advisors investment advisory services and general economic and market conditions and are subject to change without notice. The information shared today is not intended to be personal, legal, investment, or tax advice or a solicitation to buy or sell any security or engage in a particular investment strategy. For additional information about Franklin Madison Advisors, including fees and services, please contact Franklin Madison Advisors or refer to the Investment Advisor Public Disclosures.